Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Today's daf, Masechus Kedushin, is daf Lamed Beis, 32. Lave. Lave, we're entering Rosh Hashanah. It's all about the lave. I want to leave a boy. What's that? What? I don't know. I have to figure out tomorrow's. Tomorrow's another day. <laughs> so, today's daf in Masechus Kedushin is daf Lamed Beis, 32. We're starting the bottom of Lamed Aleph Mad Beis, three, three lines from the bottom of Lamed Aleph Mad Beis. We're going to have three sections today. We're going to get into the real deep discussion here, the involved discussion about the mitzvah of kavod, the mitzvah of yira. We'll discuss certain details. The second section we're going to deal with is the capacity for a father, a rebbe, these kinds of people to be moichel on their kavod. The third section we're going to deal with is when it says in the Pasuk to give honor to a seva, to an old person, um, and uh, and a zakin, or, or who are we talking about exactly? Is it an old person? Is it a Talmud Chacham? We'll get into these halakhas today. Very interesting stuff. <coughs> so let's get started. Tanur Rabbanan. This is really the Iker Sugya of Kibbut Avoim. Says the Brisa, Ezu Umayrav, Ezu Kibbut. We know the Torah says, Ish Imayvaviv Tirau. So one mitzvah is to have awe of parents. And the other one, the other Pasik says, Kabeda to honor parents. So what is the mitzvah of Moira, of awe, and what is the mitzvah of Kibbut? Moira is like Aimebim Kaima. Don't stand in his place, the place that he would discuss with other elders. Discussions, you shouldn't stand in that location. nor sit in his place. nor contradict his words. Now, this is very interesting. You shouldn't validate. Rashi explains if a if father and another wise person were arguing about something in some halacha, he shouldn't say, it looks like Pliny is accurate. It means you don't give your haskama. To the other, it, Rashi seems to learn to the other guy, but I wonder even if there would be an issue with giving haskama to your father, because in such a scenario, it's as if it's as if you know uh, he needs my validation. That's that's he doesn't need my haskama. Now that's in terms of yira, moira. So those are things really that would be negative. They're more don't do certain negative behaviors. Kibud, and kibud is the more positive. It's ma'achilu mashke, give him food and drink, malbeshu mechase, clothe him and. Uh, Cover him, machnesu maitzi, clothing, um, bring him in and bring him out means it's assisting, assistance for uh, things that he needs. That's the mitzvah of kibbutz. Iboyelus. We want to ask the following shaila. This is a tremendous shaila happens to be that becomes very practical, especially when parents get older. Michelle, me, whose finances have to be utilized for kibbutz avaim? Do we say that the son has to utilize his own finances, or do we say the son has to honor his father, but he utilizes his father's finances? This is a very, very practical Shaila happens to be. So Rav Yudah Amar Michel Ben, Rav Yudah says, is the son has to utilize his finances. Rav Nosen Bar Oshaya Amar Michel Av, no. He has to physically assist his father, but he uses his father's finances. So Ayrulei Rabbanan L'Rav Yirmi of Amrulei L'Brej Rav Yirmi, the Rabbanan, Indicated they they paskin to Reb Yirmiya or to the son of Reb Yirmiya. Command Am Michel Av that the Psak is like the one who says that you use the father's finances. That's how we paskin, not the son's finances for kavod. Now, based on this, the Gemara is going to bring a series of questions and proofs. So let's go to the first one. Meisve. Question number one. 
The Pasuk tells us you should honor your father and mother. We mentioned this yesterday. And it also says, honor Hashem from your wealth. So says the Brisa, just as regarding honoring Hashem from your wealth, what does it mean? You're going to lose money in the process. Honor Hashem from your wealth. The implication is also when you serve your parents, it should be with a loss of money based on the comparison. We made that comparison yesterday. I know, but yeah. the comparison is by Hashem. It says from your from your wealth. One hundred percent. But we were much. On, 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 on it doesn't a, mention it that. Doesn't mention it. Right. Though. But we created a comparison between these two. Oh. So if we created the comparison, and the Brisa says you should have to have chisar and kiss. Obviously, what does chisar and kiss mean? It means you have to pay with your own money. The Yamrit Michelle Abbott, if you're paskining that you you could utilize the father's money, what does he care? Well, there's no chisar and kiss. I mean, what it would mean is you're utilizing the father's money. Well, why is that considered chisar and kiss? So the Gemara says, no, there is chisar and kiss. Because I have to take off to go assist my father. There is a loss of work, which means a loss of income. And therefore, there is a chisar and kiss, even though I'm using his money. Tashma, let's bring a second proof. It says, Bez Achim, when you have two brothers, time is money. Bez Achim, if you have two brothers, Shnei Shutfin, or partners, Ha'avu Benoya, father and his son, Harav Talmidah, a Rebbe, and his student. Now, all of these people are very close with each other. So the Brisa tells us, Poidin Sheni, they could redeem Meister Sheni for each other. If you remember, we, we, we touched on this a little while ago. Halacha is when you redeem your own Meister Sheni, you have to add an extra fifth, which you transfer the produce onto money. But if you're not redeeming your own, you don't add a fifth. So the Chiddush here is, is that when one of these redeems for the other, even though they're very close, it's not considered redeeming his own Meister Sheni. So he does not have to add a fifth. And this is the key, And they could feed each other Meister Ani. Even though it's a father and a son, the son, if the father is a pauper, can actually give his father Meiser Ani. Says the Gemara of the Amrit Michel Ben. But if you say that the Chiyav is Michel Ben, like Rav Yehuda said above, that he has to pay with his own money, so it turns out that he's paying his own debt of Kiburav Aim by giving his father Meiser Ani, which is supposed to go to the poor people. How can you pay up your personal debt with a Meiser? That doesn't make sense. So the Gemara says, No, the Pshat and the Brisa is, of course, the baseline obligation of Kibbut Avaim, you would not be allowed to use Meister Ani for your father. You'd have to use your own money, like Rav Yudah says above Michel Ben. We're talking about where he already fulfilled the mitzvah of Kibbut Av in terms of what the father needs to eat necessarily. There's a certain amount. Beyond that point, that's not his responsibility anymore. Then it's just like an Ani. It's like a poor person need to be allowed to use Meister Ani. The father doesn't Oh, for sure you could use no, my, my Sarani then, because it's not your chayvai. Right. Yeah, 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 for sure. That, yeah. We're asking in the other shita. Iyachi, the Gemara says, but if that's the case, you're saying that the Vraisa only means to say you could use my Sarani for the Hadafa, the extra amount that you already, after you've already taken care of your father. So, Hanid Katani, Allah, Amr of Yehuda, we know Rabbi Yehuda teaches on that Vraisa, Tavoy me'eru lemisha ma'achilas aviv my Sarani, a curse should fall on somebody who gives his father Meister Ani because it's a denigration, it's disgraceful. So, the Ilah Adafa says the Gemara, but the way you're learning that it's only the excess, what's the big deal? Meaning, if the Pshad is like you're saying that it's only where you, you fed him already, took care of him from your own assets, now you're giving a little more from Meister Ani, why is it Me'ero? Why is 
is that a curse? It sounds more like you're giving it from the primary, what, what's primary he needs to eat. So the more answer is, Even though you already fed him from your own assets and you're just giving him la'adafa for the excess, that's still disgraceful to give him from my ani, and therefore Buddha says that there would be a curse for such a person. Tashma, let's go to the third proof. We had this before. They asked really Ezer, <coughs> until when is the mitzvah of Kibbut Avoin? So Amr Lahem, he said, It's so far as that the parent would take his wallet, throw it in the ocean, and he wouldn't embarrass the parent. The E Amr, it says the Gemara, but if you say, Michel Av, that the Chiyuv to give Kib Kavod is from the father, so then the way we'll have to understand the Brisa is that the father takes his own wallet throws it in the river, and you don't embarrass him. Because if it meant your own wallet, you don't have such a responsibility. So my nafkalaminus, then what does he care? If the father's throwing his own wallet, why does he care? Okay, he's known to hate. So the Gemara answers, this is on the reality you see sometimes also, is that this was going to be Yerusha. So he's saying, Dad, what are you doing, what man? Is, that, was gonna, my, that was going to pay off my mortgage. What are you doing? You know, it's like, terrible. Terrible, it happens, but that's what happens sometimes. Yeah, so the Chiddush is, what? Awful, though, it's awful. I'm saying, there's yeah. any family fight, fights generally among adults amongst you, well, sex and money, but any family fights over money. Covered. Every family fights over money. Yeah, covered, covered, covered. And, covered. and, and mostly it's money. Yeah, it's a Gaiva, Taiva, and cover. those are the right, things, but yeah. mostly yeah. money, family fights. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the point? The point is, I agree with you 100%. But Roy Liarsha, that's the point. So the Chiddush of the, the, the statement here is, is that, that, that would be the kibbutz Afaim, is that even though he would be right to inherit that, if he doesn't upset his father, he doesn't make offend his father after doing this, that's considered a kavod, even though it's Michel Av, that's the point. The Chihad de Rabba Barifuna, and like the story of Rabba Barifuna. The Ravuna Karashi Roy Ba'anpe Rabba Bray, that what happened was, Ravuna, it sounds like this is what happens sometimes, he would tear up silks in front of Rabba, his son. Amar and Ravuna would say, I want to see if he's going to get upset or not. He wanted to test his son Rabbah. I'm going to tear up silks, which is some expensive material, see if he gets upset. So this was the idea. He wanted to test his son Rabbah to know if he's an upset, if he's going to let, let his anger get the best of him. Says the Gemara of Edelma Rosach, but maybe he'll get upset. And then Rav Huna, the father, is being over and Lefneiver because he's causing his son to sin by getting upset at him. So the Gemara answers the Machel Eli No, Rav Huna was Machel on his covet. Now Taisvis adds in over here, and it has to be that he told his son at some prior incident that I'm Machel on my covet. That's what I would have to be. That's how Taisvis understands it over here. We're going to get to that later today. The answer is going to be yes, l'chayra. Veha ka'avar mishum baltashchis. Ah, he says the Gemara, but that's an Esther baltashchis, something that's valuable, it's usable, and now you're destroying it. So the Gemara answer is, da'avad le'i He did it on the seams, meaning he tore it on a seam so that it could be fixed. It's not going to be damaged. Says the Gemara Vidilma Mishum Achilerasa. Okay, so maybe that's why Rabbah didn't get upset. He saw his father tearing his ear. I'll just stitch it up. Nishkeferlach. So the Gemara answers the Avadle Vishas Rizchei. His father had a plan. He saw when Rabbah was looking agitated. So he knew when people are agitated, they don't make such rational calculations. Then he would tear it and see if his son would get upset. And hopefully Rabba passed the test. But uh, the point is, is that then, even though it was in the seams, he wouldn't necessarily refrain from getting upset because he was emotional, and that was the test that he would do. Let's continue. Now the Gemara tells a very interesting uh, discussion, highlighting how you're supposed to correct your father 
even if he makes some sort of a mistake in learning. So Masnila Rav Yecheskel Rami Bray. Rav Yecheskel taught over a Mishnah to Rami his son. Now this is a Mishnah in Mesecha Sanhedrin. The Mishnah there teaches, and Israfim bin Iskalim. This is uh, this is Rav Yecheskel's version, and he taught this over to Rami his son. Hanisrafim bin Iskalim. If people who are chayef sreifa, uh, burning, where they would pour hot lead down their throat to kill them, they become mixed with a group of people who are chayef skila. Now the way we're reading it is, is that one of the Nisrafim become mixed into a majority of Niskalim, people that are chayef skila. Rabbi Shimon Omer Yadainu Beskila Shasrefa So the halacha is, you can't give the more extreme punishment. You don't know who's chay of what now. So the halacha is, you're going to have to give the lighter punishment because you can't say that this guy's chay of the more chamur punishment. So now what's going to happen is, Rabbi Shimon says that they would give all of these people skila Shasrefa Chamura because Srefa, burning, is, is more severe than stoning. Now, the way that Rabbi Yecheskel is reading it is Nisrafim bin Iskal, and the implication is one of the people who were Chayev Srefa got mixed into a majority of people who were Chayev Skila. And Rabbi Shimon says, nonetheless, they all get Skila because Skila is considered the less significant of the punishments. Amr the Rabbi Bray, and Rabbi Yudah was another son of Rabbi Yecheskel, and he turned to his father, Rabbi Yecheskel, and he said, Abba, that's not how you should teach the Mishnah means you're making a mistake. My area strefa chamura, meaning the way you're learning the Mishnah, the implication is there were more people who were chay of skila. So then why is Rabbi Shimon saying the reason you're chay of skila is because strefa's chamura, it's more strict. You should say the reason that you get skila and not strefa is because the majority of people are chay of skila and you follow the majority. Rather, this is how you should teach the Mishnah, says Rabbi Yehuda, so that Rabbi Shimon's opinion makes sense. Where one person who was Chayef Skila got mixed into a majority of people who were Chayef Srefa. And on that, Rabbi Shimon is commenting and saying, even though the majority are Chayef Srefa, nonetheless you give them all Skila because Skila is the lenient of the punishments. Amrlais Ravuda said back to Rabbi Cheskel, his father, Ihachi, but if that's the way you learn the Pshat and the Rabbi Shimon, Ema Seifa, look at the Chachamim's sheet. It says, The Chacham say, You give them Sreifa, Shaskila Chamura, because Skila is Chamura. That's a Machlaik is there. The Chacham say Sreifa is less significant, is less severe than Skila. So the Gemara says, But the way you're reading it now, meaning Rav. Um, Rabbi Cheskel, excuse me, said back to Rabbi Huda, the way you're reading the Mishnah now is, that Niskalim bin Israfim, so the majority are people who are Chayef Strefa, so my area is Skila Chamura. Why is the Tanakhama saying because Skila is Chamura, typically the Ruba Nisrafim Nenu? The way you're reading the mission is the majority are people who are Chayef Strefa, so the Tanakhama, the Chachamim should say the reason they're Chayef Strefa is not because Strefa is less strict, it's because Strefa is the majority of people. So Amr Leis, Rabbi Yehuda said back to Rabbi Cheskel, Hasam Rabbanan, Hudika Amrli, the Rabbi Shimon, they're really, you're right. The Rabbanan are not telling the reason they're arguing Rabbi Shimon. The reason they argue Rabbi Shimon is because Really, really, they're just responding to what he said. Dika Amrit, that which you said, Sreifa Chamura, you're saying Sreifa is more Chamur, Lai, Skila Chamura, means they're just arguing in, in theoretical, in that debate, but not in, in, in that regards to that 
That's not the reason they disagree in Psak. means the reason they'll disagree in Psak is because the majority of people are Chayv Sreifa and you follow the majority. But what they're saying to Rabbi Shimon is, and this point that you're arguing, that you're saying that Skila is more is Sreifa is more Chamer than Skila, we disagree with you about that. Actually, we hold Skila is more Chamer than Sreifa, not like you're saying that Sreifa is more Chamer than Skila. Okay, but the point is, what Rabbi Yehuda concluded here is he corrected his father on a teaching in a Mishnah in Sanhedrin. So Amrle Shmuel Rav Yehuda, Shmuel turned to his Talmud Rav Yehuda, who corrected his father after, and he said, Shinin a sharp one, you shouldn't say such a way to your father, even if he makes a mistake, we're going to see in halacha. The Tanya, as the Brisa says, if a person's father was transgressing something in the Torah, Al Yoimerlay shouldn't say Abba Vartal Divretari, you transgressed the Torah. Ella Imerlay should say to his father, Abba Kachkasabatira. This is what it says in the Torah. So the Gemara says right away, Kachkasabatira. Why is that better? It's Urika Mitzarle, then you're going to be painting him. It means you say, look, you just uh, flipped the light switch. It says in the Torah, not allowed to. I mean, it, it doesn't. But the point is that that would be just as bad. Rather, the son should say to the father, He shouldn't say a direct criticism. He should say, the Pasuk in the Torah says this. Let him figure out the implications of that. Not in a direct offensive way. That's a lack of kavod or, or yira. And therefore you should say, just first way he said is that this is what it says in the Torah. Don't do this. That's, that's not appropriate. You say it in an ambiguous way. Let him figure it out. <laughs> it's a good one. All right, let's continue here. Another another idea. Now this gets into the idea of mechila. Um, excuse me. No, no. Sorry. So before that, first we're going to get into two mitzvahs. Elazar ben Masya Oimer, Abba Oimer Hashkeni Mayimu Mitzvah Lasei. So let's say you have a scenario. The father says, uh, "Give me a cup of water," but you also have another mitzvah to do to bury a dead person, levaya, etc. I would put aside kavod Abba, and I would perform the mitzvah. And what's the svara? Because both I and my father are chayev in the mitzvah. This is similar to what we mentioned yesterday, why if your mother and father ask you to service them, you first serve your father, because your mother is also responsible to service him. So it's a similar idea. Since my father and I are both chayev in the mitzvah, I put aside my kibbut av, and I perform the mitzvah. Isi ben Yehuda Aimer, so he qualifies. If that other mitzvah could be done by someone else, let someone else do that mitzvah, bury the dead, etc. And he should take care of his father's honor. Amar Masna, Allah is actually such. So if someone else could perform that alternative mitzvah, you do kibbut av. Now, now we get into Mechila. This is a fascinating sugi. Amar Yitzchak Barshila. If a father is Michael on his honor, it's considered Machel, it's considered negated. The son could not have the son could be rele- released from the duty of showing cover to his father if his father makes that agreement. Uh, but Harav if a Rebbe is Michael on his honor, it's not able to be negated. And he said, Even a Rebbe could be Michael on his honor. As the Pasuk says, It says in the Midbar that Hashem used to go in front of the Jewish people in the desert. Now, it's not the covet of Hashem to go in front of the Jewish people to lead them, etc. And Hashem is obviously greater than a Rebbe. So therefore, the Gemara says this, it says, Rav Yosef, you see, even a Rebbe could be Michael on his covet. 
Is there a comparison? Rav Yosef, how can you prove from there? HaKadosh Baruch owns the entire world and the Torah is his. So he could be Michael on his own honor. But regarding a Rebbe, Torah delay, one second. Torah delay, regarding a Rebbe, is it his Torah? Meaning, when you're being Michael on your covet, you're being Michael on Hashem's Torah, how can you do that? One second. So Hadar Amar Rava, Rava responded to his own query and he said, in Tyra Delehi, actually he could be Michael because it is his Tyra. Because if you look at the first chapter of Tehillim, first the Pasuk says, Ki im Hashem First it says that this righteous person desires the Torah of Hashem. And then the end of the Pasuk says, It says, and he toils in his own Tyra. So the way we understand it is, when a person learns and puts serious effort into the developing Torah study, it actually becomes his Torah to the degree that he could even be Michael on his own covet as well. What do you want to say? Yeah. Well, he is the one taking, he's proceeding, he's doing, he's going out of his way for the Jewish people. Mm. Well, to go first is, but not to, you know, shoulder all the responsibilities and take care of them, etc. Okay. So what comes out is, according to Rava, the way we concluded, and Rav Yosef, even a Rebbe could be Michael on his own honor. Aini says the Gemara, is that true? Does Rava hold that way? But Rava was serving drinks at his son's wedding. Now what happened? So when he poured a cup of wine for Rav Papa and Rav Huna of Yeshua, they stood up out of respect. Okay? That when he poured for these other two rabbis, they would not. They didn't stand up for him. They didn't give him covered. So Ikbed Rava got upset. And he said, Are these Rabbanan rabbis? And these Rabbanan are not rabbis? Meaning, who do you think you are? The other one stood up for me because even though I'm serving them, they still gave me the covered. And you, you think you, you don't have to give me covered? So you see clearly he held a Rebbe can't be Michael on his covered. And furthermore, Rav Papa Marbre. He was serving. Rav Papa was serving drinks at Abamar, his son's wedding. And he poured a cup of wine for Rabbi son of Rabbi Yehuda. He didn't stand up. But he got upset. So it seems to be that a Rebbe is not able to be Michael on his covered. So the Gemara says, even though a Rebbe could be Michael on his covered, they have to do some sort of a minor. Respect. Rashi learns move a little bit just to show covered. Meaning, it's true. What's that? Meaning, the point is, is that it's true. Rebbe could be Michael and his covered, but Rav and Rav Papa held that you should at least show some sort of an indication that you're showing respect to the deference to the individual who's great who's serving you. That would just be the right thing to do. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there soon. We'll get there soon. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We have to get there. We'll 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 get there. Amravashi, you know, let's take it a step further. So, so far we said you, the father could be Michael and his covet. According to another man, the, the Rebbe could be Michael and his covet. So, Amravashi, even if a Rebbe could be Michael in his honor, the Nasi, the leader of the Jewish people, is not allowed to be Michael and his covet. Mesave says the Gemara. Question from a story because my of the Ezra of Yeshua, Rabbi Tzadik Shahayim Mesubim A story with these three rabbis. They were sitting at a wedding. Benoisha Rabban Gamliel, the son of Rabban Gamliel, and Rabban Gamliel was the Nasi. Vahayir Rabban Gamliel, Aminu Mashka Aleim, Rabban Gamliel was standing and pouring drinks for everyone. 
gave a cup of wine to Rabbi Lazar. He didn't take it. Because he said, uh, the Nasi, you're not going to serve me as the Nasi. Rabbi Yeshua got up and he accepted it, which is interesting because Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Gamliel in certain scenarios we know had contentiousness. But either way, so he gave it to Rabbi Yeshua and he accepted it. Amr le Rabbi Yezer, so Rabbi Yezer said to Rabbi Yeshua, Maze Yeshua anu yoish from Gamliel, Rabbi Oymeru mashkeleinu. How could it be, Rabbi Yeshua? We are sitting and enjoying Rabbi Gamliel v'nasi, Rabbi is Allah of Kavod. He is standing and serving us. Amr le Rabbi Yeshua said back to Rabbi Yezer, we find someone even greater that served others. Avram, Gadol Ador, yeah, Avram was the Gadol Ador. He was standing on the three guests that he had at his house and he was taking care of them. So you might say that they appeared to Avram like heavenly angels and maybe that's why he serviced them. So He only looked like Arabs. He looked like three merchant Arabs that were walking by. So if Avram was so comfortable to serve them, Rabbi Gamliel, albeit that he's the Nasi, he could service us. Could Rabbi Gamliel not service us? So Amalim Rabbi Tzedek, Rabbi Tzedek piped up, piped up and he said, Why are you bringing a raya from human people that they were able to show covet, and you're leaving aside the covet of Hashem. Hakadosh Baruch Hu mashiv ruchay sumal inasiyam. Hakadosh Baruch Hu causes the wind to blow and the clouds to rise. Umarid had matar umatzmiachadama, and he causes the rain to fall and he causes the earth to sprout. Va'irich sholchan lefnei kol echad ve'echad, and he arranges the table in front of every individual. So Hashem goes out of his way to help everybody. There's no issue of him being moichal in his covet. Va'anu lo yeherab and gamliel berebi oimidu mashkelenu. So can the great Rebbe Gamliel not service us? So they said basically, yeah, it's okay for the Nasi to service us. Says the Gemara, but you just said that a Nasi is not allowed to be Michael. Ella, so the Gemara says, Amr if you want to say this, is what Ravashi meant to say. Even if you hold that the Nasi. Uh, sorry, that the Nasi al Machl, that a Nasi could be Michael in his honor, Melech Shemachl al Machl. But when it comes to a king, he's not allowed to be Michael. And why is that? Shenemar, because the Pasuk says, Saim Tasim Alecha Melech, you shall surely place a king on you, and that teaches us that his fear, his awe, has to be on the people. And if he starts to be Michael to negate his own kavod, that'll negate the fear that they have, the awe, and that's an issue based on the Pasuk. So that's the conclusion. Now let's move on to the Shaila of showing respect for your elders. Tanra Banan says the Brisa. Now the full Pasuk reads, third part of the day, Seva Takum. Now literally it means in front of an old person you should stand up. Vadarta Zakin, and you should glorify the face of an elder. Uh, you should fear from your God, I am Hashem. Okay. So it says we're going to have three sheet this year, exactly the parameters for this mitzvah. It says the Brisa. says you might think, even if it's an Ezokin Ashmai, Rashi learns Ezokin Ashmai is Ashmai is a lesson of sin. Rasha Ama Aretz means it's somebody that's an old person, but he's a Rasha Ama Aretz. So you might think it says save an old person, so you have to stand up for them. Therefore, the Pasuk says, It mentions Zakin. And Zakin, Zakin refers to a Chacham, a wise person. Like we find it says, Moshe Rabbeinu was told, Gather 70 elders from the elders of Israel, men from elders of Israel, which was referring to Chachamim. So, therefore, when the Pasuk says, You give 
tikima, uh, you stand up for old people, it doesn't mean stama, non-knowledge, but it means people that have uh, chachma. Zakin only refers to someone that acquired wisdom. As it says, Hashem Kanani Darka. The Torah says, Hashem acquired me, created me as the first of his ways. So the point is, Rav Yisaglili is unclear as to what he's arguing. We'll see later what he's arguing about exactly. Now, the Brisa continues with a series of qualifications. You might think that you have to stand up for the elderly person, even from a faraway distance, Talmud Lomar, Takum Darta. Therefore, the Pasuk says, you shall stand up and glorify him. I only said that you should stand up when it provides him with uh, glory, when it provides him with honor. Rashi learns that means within Dalad Amos. That's what Rashi says over here. Okay. Maybe you have to even honor him with money. Talmud Laimar Takum Vahadarta means you have to you have to pay money to honor the Zakin, therefore it compares it. Takum Vahadarta. Makima Shain Bachisar and Kis. Standing up doesn't cause you to lose money. Afidr Shain Bachisar and Kis. You give him honor, but it doesn't have to be with a loss of money. So you might think that you even have to stand up in front of the zakin if you're in the bathroom or in the bathhouse. Again, therefore, it compares standing and giving honor. It's not considered something that gives honor necessarily when you stand up in the bathroom, so therefore you don't have to do that. So you might say that if such a guy walks by, you should avert your eyes, close your eyes, as if you don't see him. Therefore, it says... Stand up and fear Hashem. Because this is something that's only given to the heart. As it says, means Hashem knows what you're trying to do. So if you close your eyes and people look and they say, oh, maybe he just didn't see, they might not know, but you know, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows. How do we know that a zakin shouldn't take advantage of matriach people? He knows they're going to stand up for him. So he should go in a roundabout way not to matriach the people, bother the people to stand up. Therefore it says, zakin v'yareisa, means even the zakin should be yare, means he shouldn't be matriach people more than he needs to. Now those are the two shitas. Isi ben Yehuda, he's a third shita. Mipnei seva takum. Pasuk says, stand up for an elderly person. So this even pl- implies any elderly person. Even if it's a zakin ashmai, you still would stand up for such a person as the Pasuk implies any elderly person. Now that's the end of the Bryce. Let's continue. Says the Gemara, and the Tanakama seem to be saying the same thing. They both seem to say zakin means somebody that's not just old, but also has chachma. So what's the nafkamina? The nafkamina is yonik v'chakim. If you have a young person who's also a big chacham, so this is going to be a point of debate. Tanakama savar yonik v'chakim loy. He says you don't have to stand up for such a person because he brought a raya from esfali shivim zikenim. So he brought a raya from a pasuk that implies actually has to be an old person who's a chacham. Even if he's young, but he's a chacham, you have to stand up for him as well. My time is Rabbi Yisaglili. What's the reasoning of Rabbi Yisaglili? Amar lecha Yisal kadai tachkitika Amar Tanakama because the way the Tanakama would read the pasuk imke nechtav rachmana means it only refers to an old person as well. So then the pasuk should have said him they save a. If they save a zakin, takum v'adarta. It should have grouped it all together as one scenario. In front of an elderly zakin, seva, you should stand up and glorify him. Ma'ishna de palginu rachmana. Why did it split it into two parts? Lemeimar de ha'ilav ha'iva ha'ilav hai. It's to say, the end of the pasuk is specifically referring to an older person. But the beginning of the pasuk is even a young person who's a chacham. You also have to give him, you have to stand up in front of him. Shema minah filu yonik v'chakim. 
The Tanakama Mishum de Boyle Mismach Zakin be erased. The Tanakama responds, the reason it didn't break it up that way is because it had to put Zakin next to Yeresa to say that a Zakin, an elderly person, shouldn't be Matriach other people in order to cause them to stand up. So the Gemara says, Tanakama, my time, what's the reasoning of Tanakama that he says it's only when it's an elderly person? Because the way Rabbi Yisagli learned the Pasuk's broken up into two parts, if so, the Torah should have said, in front of a seva, you should stand up and you should glorify him. And you should stand up and glorify the face of the zakin. Meaning it should have actually put both ideas of takum and adarta by both people. I'll be one minute. And therefore, by not doing that, the fact that it writes takum by the first part of the Pasuk Adarta and the second part, that it's one case actually that's meant to be read together, which means it has to be an elderly person who's also a chacham. We're stopping at Taflam and Gimel and Aleph. Ezra Hashem will pick up tomorrow with Taflam and Gimel. Everybody have a wonderful day.